Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and it's a wonderful Wednesday afternoon. Um, I have... Along with me, my partner in crime, former NFL player James Loving. How are you doing today, James? Doing good, doing good. Another week, another dollar, another day. And, you know, because Monday is Memorial Day, it's kind of the kickoff to summer. Uh, Kids are getting out of school. Uh, They're trying to figure out what they're going to do for the summer. And because of that... Um, I, I know, James, you love giving back to your hometown. You love giving back to the kids uh, from your hometown as well as to anywhere. Um, I understand that uh, you have a football camp, and you have one coming up in your hometown of Robbins, Illinois. Let's talk about that. Um, first of all, when is this? Uh, football camp is July 29th. On sun- Sunday or Saturday? Saturday. What's that? The oh, Saturday the 28th. Sunday? Sorry, yeah, Saturday the 28th. Yeah, July 28th. Saturday the 28th. Oh, I don't know the damn date. What's wrong with me? <laughs> and, and so, you know, it, so anybody that's in, the, in, in and around the Chicago area, anyone's going to be there, what, what, what age do the kids have to be in order to, or, or are you looking at? We go 8 to 8-year-old to 15-year-old because, you know, after that, they're mostly in high school or sophomores, Junior figure, and you know they they pretty much got their routine of what they're doing in in their schools with camps and doing all that, you know. So we're just trying to give kids. We're not trying to change what they do. Um, the coaches, you know, uh, saying we better, but we just try to do fundamental things with the kids. Just you know stuff that um, to help the coaches out that they got to spend so much time on it when they have them in football practice. Yeah, and I know because this is something you give back. This is part of your nonprofit. Uh, it's free for the kids to attend, correct? Yeah, it's free. It's kind of weird because um, a lot of camps are almost done on the same day. It depends on who the kids you get, but you know you have these players they charge them two hundred thirty some dollars, you know, for one day event. I think you know it's you know you, I know sometimes you know it, it takes money. But if you pull together and get your community involved and that's a donation, you know, that should help out, you know. So I try to give a free camp because when I was growing up, you know, they had a park district, um, you go swimming. Everybody in the neighborhood was gone, but us, we'd have had the money, you know, to pay to go swimming. And then, you know, the football team, their Pop Warner, we'd have enough money to pay for the uh, registration. So I know how that is, you know, so... I'm trying to give kids the opportunity, you know, to come on out, you know, learn it free. Um, don't worry about no payment or nothing, you know, because uh, if you have to worry about that, then, you know, you're not going to learn. But if you teach them discipline and learn this, one day they'll give back, and, you know, to somebody. Okay. So, okay, in, in order, so so basically what, what, what are the kids going to learn at this camp? Just fundamental, uh, back paddling, DBs, uh, how to get out of the break, uh, uh, watch the ball out of the backfield, the quarterback. Quarterback learn how to throw through, step and throw. You see, we learn how to catch different angles, um, different routes they'll learn, you know. Uh, Linemen will learn how to get up and get through the, you know, get through the line, run all the way through the quarterback. Um, Defensive uh, linebacker learn how to get in the back pedal and look, you know, uh, run or pass, you know, different stuff that you're going to learn. Just some fundamental stuff that it ain't going to be like no plays, learning how to do plays, and all like just learning how to get your feet together and your hands together, and that's it. And, you know, have fun. Actually, it's going to be fun. It ain't going to be nothing where you sweating and everybody out there crying and nothing like that, but just a fun count, you know. Then at the end, we're going to do a little bit. Some obstacle course, please. Nice. So basically, they're going to go in and they're going to learn just some fundamentals, um, easy uh, on 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 how to do things, how the proper proper forms. Basic things. They're going to be none of the basic. Nice. 
You know, plus it's it's always good thing because I know you're there, and sometimes you bring, you know, former players with you. Uh, there's also other people that are are that are from uh, Robins that are going to be there attending. So you just never know who's going to be there. And as I say, it takes a village. So you're you're a definite integral part of that village, and you're doing your part for for Robins Illinois. So congratulations. We are surprised. Ray uh, Ellis said he's going to come, so we're going to get him out there. You know, nice, nice. That'll be great we, to have 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 Rhea there. You know, because I'm I'm, I'm actually going to be there because I think we've talked about, you know, what we're going to have with for the program, and uh, we're going to talk to people and then come back on the show and uh, be able to discuss things that happened during the camp. So it would be great to have have Ray there and be able to talk to him. So, um, oh. lastly, how do people sign up for this? Oh, what they can do is go online. Um, I gotta get the information. Next week I know more because it goes through uh, Shamika Lee. She got everything. Um, uh, well, I have a fire with me. Do you no, know I don't know by the end of the show. I don't know by the end of the no. show. No. I said I don't know by the end of the show how you sign up. Perfect. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. So we'll we'll bring it up again. So anyway, again, James, I think this is fantastic. You've been you've been holding this camp, you know, because it, it started off that you you did it there because um, I, I I know that your mother, you know, she had a, has a nonprofit, and then uh, you you kind of took it on yourself to to come up with your own nonprofit too and carry it on the torch. So um, props to your mom to to instilling that in you and uh it's 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 doing it's beautiful it's doing a good thing so yeah it was pretty cool i said we had a, a popcorn machine we had an ice snow cone machine we had uh barbecue hot dogs and a hamburger we had chips soda this year we're gonna have a, a block party after the you know hamburgers uh, soda for the kids think about getting a jumpy you know but you know just something for them afterwards to, Relax and talk to their guys and have fun, you know. And meet and meet the whole loving family, correct? Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. So, anyway, um, please, anybody who's interested, uh, James will give the details at the end on how to sign up, and um, we'd love to to have you out there. So, uh, anyway, so now, now that we're talking about kids, you know, playing football, I want you to go back um, and, and talk a little bit to our, our listeners um, about when you started playing football uh, and, and, and when, when you do these camps. Are there still any drills that, that you were shown when you were young that you still 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 use? Well, the drills are the same when you learn the fundamentals. Those are the same. You know, it didn't come different when you start doing different uh Play, you know, run a different receiver, you know, different routes by reading the coverage, or that's the only thing different. But basically, fundamentals are all the same. The back throw, come out of break, mm-hmm. catch the ball, make sure you tuck, look it all the way in, touch it in, you know, that type of stuff. Ain't nothing really different than that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I you know you're right. You're right. I just didn't know if there was uh, sometimes there there's some sometimes you know as we have a teacher that 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 kind of had some poetic uh, words to us and and we still remember them. And sometimes there's some plays or or, or something that someone showed us and and that was different than other people, but helped us. So maybe I was thinking there was might have been something, but you know the drills, the drills. So. Um, so let, let, let's move on. Um, because of what's going on, there's, there's of course, you know, they're, they're claiming that there's a decrease in number of kids playing football, and it has to do with, with injuries. So if you had a parent come to you that said that they don't want their child to play for fear of injury, how, how would you talk to them about it? I haven't seen it. I mean, I haven't really been into um, the younger thing now with the kids, but... Um, I haven't seen it. I mean, I think the the younger kid football is more safer than uh, when you get a little older, you know. Um, you know, you, you can't tell somebody how to parent their kid and what to get into because you don't know right. what's going to happen. You know, I can say, hey, little Johnny, um, you know, going to make it to the NFL. That's how great he is. Then little Johnny don't make it, then they on me. Or I can say, 
majority of the worst person ever, like me, you know, they had me on a C team one. They said I wasn't good enough to be on the A and B. So they made a C wow. team up for me. And they said I wasn't even good enough to play football. Uh, so, you know, and look what I did, you know. But I did that to prove them wrong. You know, so that's why I did it, you know, because I knew hard work. I can do what I want, you know. And the sad part about it, I wasn't even good. And I was best in baseball. Yeah, yeah. You know, baseball, I know we talked about basketball, that. Basketball, then football. Football. So, you know, you can't tell a parent if you know, you got to let that kid decide. Well, they sent it at a young age, but you got to do something. Get them off that couch playing that damn um, PlayStation. <laughs> Xbox or, yeah, Wii or, yep, I yeah. hear you. You know, I went and um, helped one of my friends. Uh, he played with 49 at his camp. He wanted me to be the the main guy, which I was all right. But I was talking to the kids. I like to get them going first. I was like, uh, everybody, repeat out me, say, I love football. And they're like, I love football. And a little fat chubby one, like, I love cupcakes. <laughs> and I just looked at him. I'm like, I'm just like, you enjoy it. No, my mom let me just sit on the couch, play, play face, and I eat cupcakes all day. You know, and it's that type. You know, you gotta get these kids off that PlayStation. They feel, hey, that's my, that's my um, activity for the day. You know. Right, right. Oh, I, I couldn't believe that. I just had to laugh. I love cupcakes. You know, <laughs> so little character. I'll tell you what, James, let's take our first break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, kids and playing football, but we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here with D. James Loving, former NFL player of the Philadelphia Eagles, and we're just kind of talking about we're we're going back in time, you know. We first of all we're talking about the camp that James has coming up uh, on on July 28th in his hometown of Robbins, Illinois, uh, and then you know kind of talking about uh, what's what's you know what what uh, kids need to be aware of. So, James, um, what, one 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 thing that I, and I know we've talked about this before. You know, I've i they have shows out there now where um, they they have these these teams, especially down in Texas, they have all these little young kids playing football, you know, and, you know, they're eight, nine years old and, and, you know, watching them hit and, and it just, I shudder when I see some of this stuff. But anyway, um, when it comes to wearing pads, hitting and tackling to you, what age is too young or, or, or maybe the reverse is at what age should they start? 
Well, hell, over in, uh, over in China, they started when the kids were three years old. Um, you know? So, I mean, that ain't football. That's like golf and training, you know. By golf and um, what else they do in China? Playing piano. They do uh, Tai Chi and uh, right. karate, yeah, so, all that, yeah. So the age would be depends on the parents. I mean, what the parents want to do. I think if you do too uh, early, it burns them out. If right. you get tired of playing so much sport, they send them all the AAU stuff around the country with this to play all that. You know, it got ridiculous. But, you know, everybody want to be in that million dollars, you know, they, you know, so... I don't know. I couldn't tell you what age is too much. It depends on how much the kid needs to learn or what he needs. You know, some need more time. You know, just lucky that I lucked out. You know, didn't play freshman year, didn't play sophomore year, played my junior senior high school, but, you know, couldn't play part one and then out of money. So a lot of people played all that of me and didn't make it as far as I did and, you know, go to college. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, let, let, let me let me tell you something else. So, I, recently I read an article. Uh, this this is about a coach or from a coach named John Shacklett. He coached high school football for 32 years out in, I believe, San Diego area. And after retiring, he worked with the Pop Warner program for seven years. And his belief is kids should not play football until they're 14. And this was due to the kids, you know, that w- w- when they're hitting, a lot of times they use their head too much. You know, and and due to injuries and so forth. So, um, you know, based on that, you know, do do you think that 14 is the age to start at, or again, should they start at, like you were saying, age three or whenever the the parents thinks appropriate? I don't know. I mean, they 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 teaching them. You could have an adult and pro to put his head down and when they tackle. Mm-hmm. And it still happens today. So with kids, yeah, they're not understanding. Don't forget that you might get paralyzed and they're going in the head, but you know, that hit that they doing is really not that hard to sing. So, I mean, you really got to hit a roll to get uh, paralyzed at that age. Because I, I play power one. I mean, you, the coach is standing right there in the middle of the play. They're on the field the whole time doing the play, you know. So, I mean, there's some hard hit. Injuries happen because it's something freaky, you know. Right. You know, I, you, you know, just, just something. I mean, so you can't stop it. I don't care if you get all this equipment and you hit right or something like, you know, so you ain't going to stop the injuries in football. So I don't know. That's what he feels like, Coach, but, I mean, or maybe he just wants to talk, run his mouth. Get <laughs> yeah, could be, could be. I just, like I said, after seeing some of those those shows that I've seen and, and watching these kids, and you're right, the intensity of the hit is never like it is in professional football, you know. But to a kid getting hit and not so used to hurt being hit, get hurt in pot water. Oh, they, they, they get hurt. They'll get hurt. I mean, I heard nothing serious like in pro, like surgery and you know knee and all that. I never heard none of the pot water. Right, but they but they'll they'll still get hurt. But but also they'll yeah. at least know what what it feels like to get hit. You know what I mean? You know to because cause some some kids you know have never been hit like that, and and they, it might prepare them. You know later on, but wow, <laughs> I, I I'm just I, I I don't know I don't know. If, if I would let, if I had a child, if I had a boy, and I don't know if I would let them start playing that young, so it would definitely be something I'd have to do some search, soul searching on, you know, and and reading and discussion. So anyway, all right. So you know, you 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 had mentioned a little bit ago about the multiple number of sports that you played, you know, when you were, when you were in school. You know, and and for for a kid, you know, who's planning on playing football, what training should a young person do in the off season p- to prepare for the football season? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, everybody says you should train. Shit, I didn't train until I didn't do no training the day before. I mean, you you have fun it's your summer, but you know, you got everybody doing all this training to stay fit, and you know, it's different now. This is different. You know, it's just a whole lot different because, you know, 
um, it was different. It's hard to say what training because mm-hmm. I didn't train at all. I mean, I stepped right in and, and practice started. You know, we were there, you know, wasn't no training. Um, but, you know, some people say they need training, you know, to stay fit, you know, or stay, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. That one I knew because yeah. during the summer, you know, what I did, I played sports. I would go to the basketball. You don't play basketball. I Me and my friends, we play strike them out. You know, we played football on the street, you know. So I was always still active. So I guess that's training, you know. I don't yeah. know. That one I can't tell you. I don't know what the training approach would do. I know in the NFL, the guys, I think maybe two weeks before, you know, once a season, though, they do that one first week of their vacation, do what they do, eat and drink what they're going to do, and then after that, they go back to training, back to their diets, you know, and, you know, running here and lifting, you know, so. Mm-hmm. But, it, but you know, at least with you, I mean, you, you did say that, yeah, you stayed active, and, and by playing all those different sports, that helped keep your body, you know, in, yeah. in tune for for all these different sports that you did play. So, you know, that alone, I think, helped. Yeah. You know, and now that that's important, so. All right. Uh, so I, I guess before we take our next break, there's there's something, you know, that, that a story you told me about a long time ago, you know, back when, when you had first started playing football and you started off being a running back. Um, and, you know, you you ended up getting injured, I think, two seasons in a, in a row early, early on in, in in each season, and then you switched to a receiver. Um, tell tell all our listeners um, the story about how, you know, basically about why, you know, changing from a running back and what happened for the injuries and so forth and switching to a receiver and how your coach helped you become a good receiver. Well, like I said, I wanted to be able to play with my freshman year. First day of practice, uh, we were doing some drills, and a guy tackled me and landed on my wrist, and my wrist was all the way back to my arm, so it was broke and shattered. So I had been a cast for the, well, most of the season. Then when I got out of it, uh, they had an A and B team. A team was the best players. The B team was, you know, because high school, like, everybody, they don't, they don't cut nobody. It's like the second, you know, the ones that didn't make the A team. Then they, we had a C team because there was so many people out. So the C team played over by the, uh, I remember over by the highway where all the cars sit. So I came back, they had me on that team, you know, said I wasn't good enough for B or A. Um, we was a running back, you know, so ran the ball in. Maybe I got in two games. I don't know. Then my sophomore year, the guy that was a starting uh, tailback freshman year, he was on 18. They moved him from sophomore to varsity. They said he was that good. So they needed a, a running back, so I ended up, you know, with the starting running back. Second game, got hit. Broke my, my hip, hip popping mm. out of my dog's on side. Uh, I thought you got to be kidding me. So I was out that year, you know. Didn't play the rest of that year. I was like, you know, this is crazy to get beat up. Running back get hit by eight or nine person dog doing every carry. So you know me, I was little. I was like, oh, let me try to receive. I couldn't catch. So my coach was like, you know, what? I'm gonna teach you uh, how to catch. We were out there. I had to catch each hand, a hundred balls with each hand before I could go home. I was out there in the dark. He used to pull his car up and cut the lights on. I was out there in the dark, almost at midnight catching. You know, I had to catch a hundred balls. And then um, he was just teaching me different hairstyles, how to catch it, how to grip it, how to tuck it, how to look it in, you know. And then it was just weird. My junior year, and the breakout season of the the soft the senior receiver, uh, I did way better here. More catches, more yards, more touchdowns. And then my senior year, I was the best. It was just me. But it just took dedication with my coaching. I just wanted to do it. I, I did not want to go back to running the ball. That was not going to happen. 
So, so I forced myself to learn how to catch. And that's how I became a receiver. And, you know, that and, and the dedication of your coach, that, that's a remarkable coach. You know, I, I think yeah. everyone should be lucky to have someone like him. So you, you were blessed to have that. So, um, James, you know, th- thank you for, for uh, telling us, um, this, regaling us with the story. You know, I've, I, that's one of the stories I've always loved hearing from you. Uh, in the meantime, we need to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in the NBA, and then we'll talk about NFL. So we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, this is Chris Marwitz. <clears throat> And I'm sitting here, you know, just had a really nice conversation with former NFL player James Loving. James, um, you know, let, let's talk a little bit about the camp you have going on um, back in your hometown of Robbins, Illinois, on July 28th. Um, it's this again. This is something you've you've had quite a few years in a row, and um, it's free of charge. Uh, what, what age are you looking at again? Eight to fifteen. Nice. And uh, you know anything that they got they have to do? Well, all they got to do is to register for the camp. You have to call um, Shamika Leach, number is seven zero eight nine one two four three four zero. She will email you uh, application. You just fill it out. Uh, t-shirt size. How your parents fill out the um, uh, insurance waiver thing. To the back door and get ready for the camp. Nice, nice. And uh, again, you're going to have a street a, a street party afterwards, um, and uh, a lot of people will be around. There'll be former some former players. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a lot of guests that will be there, and uh, it's it's going to be a fun time. So. Uh, so at the end of the show, we'll, we'll give the information out again on how people can, can contact Shamika and, uh, um, in order to get signed up. So um, good job. Uh, so let's, let's talk a little bit about the NBA. So, James, think about the starting lineups for the four teams in the, in the NBA playoffs. So the, the starting lineup for the Cleveland Cavaliers, Boston Celtics, 
Golden State Warriors, Houston Rockets. If you were a coach and given the opportunity to play any of these starting lineups, who would you choose and why? Well, I mean, if you look at it, you do um, Golden State. They got the best players. You got um, four or five good superstars. So anybody can hurt you that night if they are, you know. So, I mean, if you look at it, that's the best. But sometimes having all the best players on the team don't win it for you. You know, it's defense and, you know, they can play together, you know. Mm-hmm. Giving up that shot, you know. Somebody want to keep taking it, but don't want to give up the shot to the wide open guy. So, I mean, it's hard to say, but, you know, I think the team that is doing it is Boston. They got all young guys and they got no superstars. The two superstars are us, so they're playing together, you know. They lose it, but they still play together. But, you know, um, everybody's giving up the shot or playing, you know, they got the one superstar like LeBron taking all the shots. So I would take um, Boston. They pick Boston. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, see, if, if it was me, I'd probably go with Golden State Warriors, and it's only because, you know, they've 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 proven themselves time year and year. What the last four years in a row, they've they've just been very proven entity. But I, I can see why you're saying that about Boston, because Boston's so up and coming, and 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 you know, I, I I don't even think that they were really predicted to be where they're at this year, but they've they've shown themselves so. That's, that's that's good. So you so you were talking a little bit about injuries and stuff going on. So, you know, both the West and the East Conference series are tied two two to two. You know, and 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 so so I guess my question to you is, are all the teams that good, or as you mentioned, um, injuries or exhaustion are they playing a role role in this? No, the NBA they don't want. Boston and beat them Cleveland before. No, they lose money. So right. they got to win. Um, Golden State, they don't want them to blow through Houston because Houston had that big season. They're going to be like, how do you let them blow through this? And they had the best record, you know. But that's all uh, NBA wants them. They were seven games. You know, before when they used to be down in three games, four games, people were mad, like, man, you know. So half of that is like NBA making money. I mean, it's it's hard to say, like, man, um, how are they doing it? But, you know, ref made one bad call. That could change the game. Right. You know, and, and you've seen that happen. You know, or they don't make a call, you know, and that team come and win, it shouldn't, you know. So um, I just think, you know, it's all about trying to get six and seven games out of these teams. And how they do it, you know, I can't tell you. But it's something they're doing to get it because, Seem like this every year, you know, that Cleveland should have been swept out of this. But they want to see people want to see more of LeBron right now. You know, mm-hmm. they want to see LeBron going out of the game. You know, uh, go to state. They, they get tired of seeing go to state blow through people. Yes. You still won two games. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <clears throat> so, just like the 9 11 thing, you know, does the government know how these people, you know? And I say, yeah, we don't know, right? Right. So, so let me ask you this: I, I, I kind of heard heard uh, some people talking about this, but now that uh, now that it's tied up, I mean, Boston, of course, won the first two games, and Cleveland's won the ne- next two games. Um, with with Golden State and 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 Houston, it's kind of gone back and forth a little bit. Um, and now that that Houston won, you know, and tied it up, and now and the game's going back to Houston, does that put more pressure on Houston to to try to win it, or does it put more pressure on Golden State to win it? Houston got the pressure anyway because they had the best record. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, Houston got the most pressure because they had the better record. Plus, you know, CP3 had never played, and they, James Harden got the MVP. So no matter what, even though Golden State is better, um, Houston got the most pressure. Because it made no sense to win 55 games and you don't go to the championship, you know? Right, right. Same thing with, with Golden State that year. Broke 73 uh, game record the Bulls, but then win the championship that year. So it meant mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, there, there, there's, there's a lot of truth to what you're saying as far as Houston having, having the... the 
the pressure putting on them, you know, because as, as we've seen with Golden State, you know, all they got to do is, is, you know, you know, like 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 with uh, Draymond Green, you know, sending that text to 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 um to Durant, you know, saying, hey, you know, get more intensity, and and Durant heard it, did it, and and acted upon it, and it showed in the next game, um, and and that's that. So basically, they they have the ability to to turn it on, but they also have the ability to turn it off. Um, so if they if they keep it on, which which you know, leads to exa- the, the exhaustion that, that I think we were seeing, you know, in, in the game last night, um, you know, then, 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 yeah, then they slow it up and, and give Houston a chance, but then they can just turn it back on and, and, and win. So Houston, if, 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 if they're able to, you know, they, they can, they can try to keep the intensity up, but, you know, the, the game before, I think Golden State beat them what what 40 41 42 points something like that just totally blew them out. So yeah, I I I do think that the pressure is still back on Houston. Um now let, let, let's let's go to the other other uh the Eastern Finals. Let's talk about, you know, Boston and and Cleveland. Again, who has the pressure put on them? Well, it's got to be Cleveland because they said Cleveland's going to run through everybody anyway. And Boston they got Kyrie Irving or uh, the other side guys, so it's on Cleveland because everybody said Cleveland before the playoffs start was going to win the East. Yeah, so yeah. You know, it's on Cleveland. So Cleveland the one got all the pressure. That's why Boston they won the first two games. They had no pressure. Now you know they still have a little pressure, which they shouldn't. They played shitty the last two games. So we'll see tonight what they do. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see tonight what happens with the the Cleveland and Boston game. But yeah. wow, it's it, it's been a pretty good series. I, I you know in my mind, you know, be, because you know they they've tied it up and and made it more of a of a, of a challenge. You know, we'll see what happens in the end. But you know, that's where it's at. Um, so so lastly, the last question I want to talk about the NBA in last night's game. You know, between the Rockets and the Warriors, the Warriors were ahead by ten points going into the fourth quarter. Um, I think they only scored 12 points in the fourth quarter, whereas Houston scored 25. Um, there was a, a shot um, that, that Rockets made um, with less than 12 seconds left, and they went up two points, you know, over 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 Golden State. Um, we all know what happened at the end of the game. You know, basically Rockets won. But looking back, should the Warriors have called a timeout when they got possession of the ball with with just under 12 seconds left in the game? Well, you can say that now because what happened, you know. They oh, of course. Shot, but, you know, before, I mean, everything, you know, you got the ball, they're running with the ball, you keep going. You, you know, you had your team running with the ball, and, you know, it was a good push. They're pushing the ball. And so, I don't know. You know, now everybody keeps making that. Hey, you should call timeout because the shot didn't. The shot was the way it is. And today, that's the way you do it. You go get it, you know. So, it ain't never going to be wrong or right. Like I said, when you don't need things you're talking, it's just opinion, you know. Right, so, right. Well, and that, that's, and that's why I'm asking. I, I mean, you, you talked to the the coach, and the coach said that, you know, he he wanted to call timeout, and apparently, I, I think they said uh, that that uh, I believe it was Draymond that was trying to call timeout, and the the refs didn't look at him, didn't see him, um, so they they never they didn't call the timeout, um, so it it never happened. Um, and and yeah, and, and, and again, you know, we know what happened at the end of the game, but. It's it's still, <laughs> you know. If he hit the it, shot, you didn't hear everybody say nothing about it. He was trying to call a timeout. You know, so that's how it is. They lost. Yeah, move yeah. on. Well, it's still it's still you know one of those what if games because I I I think that if they'd called timeout, they'd have been able to, to think about it and and plan the shot out. You know, try to get it into Kevin's hands. You know, and I and I know Kevin had the ball, but well, then he passed it off. You know, because he saw saw he thought the guy was open, and then, you know, that didn't happen. So, anyway, well, I guess coulda, woulda, shoulda. Um, in the meantime, let's let's take our last break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the NFL. I know that's that's my favorite. So we'll be right back.
Internet flagship station for sports. Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. TV. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN. The Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Love and That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here talking with former NFL player James Loving, and uh, we just got through talking talking the talk about the NBA, right? Yes, sir. Ah, well, you know, so so we're going to move on to my favorite sport, and maybe yours, the NFL. Uh, so in this last draft, there was five quarterbacks that were taken in the first round. We all know about that. You know, Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Dar- sorry, sorry, Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, and uh, Lamar Jackson. So, of the five, in your mind, which will be the first to start for their team? Well, we already know that Cleveland, because um, Baker Mayfield. Cleveland, do you think he's going to start? Yeah. He's going to be the first one. Yeah, because Cleveland's not playing around. They're going to go ahead and get that boy all the reps he wants. Just let him go in there, do what he got to do, you know, and make the mistakes and just start learning because, you know, because Cleveland, they won a game in, what, two years, won one or Yeah, two years, so, yeah. So they're just looking, you know, they got no um, veteran over there, I don't think. Who they hit over there? Tyrod Taylor? Um, 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 who, I'm trying to think who they signed recently. Uh, don't um, I'm sorry. I thought I had it. Well, in yeah, he'll be the starter. He'll get it, and then, you know, and lose games, but he'll be learning, and that's what they want him to do. Get in there and learn. They can win two games and better than what they did before. So he'll be the oh, first. Oh, Tyrod one Taylor. Start. They got Tyrod Taylor there. That's right. Yeah. You know, who he's he's not exactly a real tall player. He's only six foot tall, but he he can move. He can run run with the ball and. You know, I I don't know. I guess I guess depends on on how well their running their their uh, line is, offensive line. So yeah, he'd be the first. Okay, well, well, I guess we'll have to see what happens uh, during during the season. I, I I think you're probably right. You know, because cause again, Cleveland has nothing to lose. You know, because they have nowhere to go but up. <laughs> you yeah. know, when you've lost two seasons in a row, you have nowhere to go. But but I think because of of who they drafted, who they traded for. Um, they actually have a, a, a decent enough team this year um, to, to, to make some, some moves and, and, and to try to prove themselves this year. So, you know, having, having a good, good uh, quarterback in there definitely will help. So we'll see what happens when the, start, when the season starts. So, um, so the, the NFL owners unanimous. Ah, they unanimously approved a new national anthem policy. You know, that has the players stand if they are on the field during the performance. 
the players have an option to stay in the locker room if they prefer. So, you know, that may happen with some of the players. Before, all the players had to be out on the field. Now they have that option to not come out. The owners want the players to be respectful of the national anthem, moving, you know, basically that, that, that's what they're asking for because people don't quite, the, the whole crux of, of what happened with the kneeling had nothing to do with patriotism, you know, that a lot of people tried to lay it on. There was other reasons, but people aren't going to listen and they don't want to see reason for what happened. But anyway, uh, moving forward, uh, is this going to be a mute point? you know, for, for, for the national anthem and the kneeling, or is this just going to be the start of other protests? I don't think so. What other protests are you going to have? I mean, it's stupid because they're almost, you know, just trying to not get the PR on them, but you're trying to take somebody's rights away to do what they want to do, you know? So, you know, I think they were saying something about a 15-yard penalty. It's crazy. You know, mm-hmm. I just think it's gone too far. You know, you know the, the people took it wrong, and once it got wrong, you had the president and everybody talking up on it. So it'll get fixed, and we'll forget all about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever forget about it because I, I think there's. Especially what you know, what happened, you know, to to Colin Kaepernick and and being ousted from the league, you know, and, and of course, you know, he he has that suit against him, um, you know that that'll that'll be interesting to see how that that comes comes out. Um, but uh, I I don't know I don't know that that stigma is always going to stick with him for for what happened and and you know it's just it's. I don't know. It, 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 it'll be interesting, you know, to, to see see, you know, what what, what else what else they're going to try to change in the game, you know, to try to formulate things. So, so anyway, you, we'll you see. Know, you know so football. I don't know. I, I think you heard this, but Des Bryant, you know, he's interested in playing with Aaron Rodgers and the, and the Green Bay Packers. If you recall, the Packers released Rodgers' favorite target, Jordy Nelson. You know, however, the Packers drafted three wide receivers and are moving to a younger core of receivers. Do you think Dez would fit in uh, with the Packers? I'll tell you what Aaron Rodgers said. You got rid of Jody to pick up Dez. What that tell you right there? Yeah, they're they're wanting to get rid of. Well, first of all, they want to try to get rid of uh, high salaries, but then they also want to get rid of uh, you know the older baggage. Let me say it one more time, and I'm going to see you catch it. <laughs> say it again. Get rid of Jody to pick up there. Aaron Rodgers running that team. He told me, y'all ain't going to tell me the Jones cut my main receiver, didn't tell me, and you're going to pick up a trouble guy? Really? That's what he's telling them. you got to be right. crazy. Don't bring him in here. And if Aaron Rodgers got his, got the way he wants, he won't bring him in, you know? So it's not going to happen. Well, the other thing I guess uh, that 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 I heard also from the or that they, they discussed is that uh, Aaron Rodgers never discusses. Uh, yeah, he really he rarely ever discusses uh, players and such like that. Um, so so for him to actually name names, that was <laughs> something big for him to do. You're right, Chris. Yeah, he's he, he's letting it be known. I think I think you're right. He's letting the 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 management, the owners, you know, he's 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 putting put it out there. You know, don't do it. So anyway, I, I just thought it was interesting. And and as far as a fit, no, I I don't see Des even fitting in with their program at all. You know, he he again, Des is is too much of a problem child. And Green Bay, you know, they don't want they don't want or nor do they need problems there. So yeah. It'll be, you know, Des will sign with someone, you know, maybe he'll sign with Cleveland. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But so uh, Super Bowl, NFL, Um, I was looking at uh, at where the Super Bowl is going to be. And, you know, they've always tried to have it in a warm area for them to have it up in Minnesota like they did this last season. and, And I know they've had it in New York and so forth. 
but normally they like to have it in warmer climates because it can draw more people to it. So um, for the upcoming Super Bowls, um, this, this next year, 2019, it's going to be Atlanta, 2020, Miami, 2021, Tampa, 22 is going to be the Los Angeles Stadium in Inglewood, California. Uh, 23 will be uh, in Phoenix, the Glendale in Glendale, Arizona, um, and in 24 they awarded it in New Orleans, which will be cool to go to New Orleans. You know, for for uh, what's that? 58 Super Bowl 58. So mark it on your calendar for 24. Going to going to New Orleans, okay? Well, I think we might have lost James, but anyway, everyone put it on your calendar. That's where the next Super Bowls are going to be at: Atlanta, Miami, Tampa, Inglewood, California. Phoenix, Arizona, New Orleans. Um, hopefully I'll be able to go to a couple of those and be able to come back and tell you guys about it. Or if you guys can come, come meet me. Uh, we'll talk about everything. But in the meantime, uh, everyone, Monday is Memorial Day, start of kickoff for summer. Be safe. Be happy. We'll be back on Wednesday. Um, please listen in, and we'll talk more about uh, James Camp. I'm back. Oh, you're back. Fantastic. Um, so quickly, tell everyone about, about your camp. Um, in the meantime, I would like to post um, a flyer to your Loving That Sports Talk Facebook page, as well as instructions on how people can get a hold of Shamika. Um, but go ahead and give the information. Well, you got to get a hold of Shamika. Um, she, what she'll do is get get your flyer out, you know. Um, not flyer out. She'll get to a... Uh, uh, application, put application on kids' jersey size and fill everything out. Um, it's on Facebook. Go on Facebook and you get the number and all the instructions. So I don't have a number on it, but I'm not in that frame. Gotcha. But well, we'll, we'll we'll have all that. We'll definitely have more information on it next Wednesday. But in the meantime, uh, James, you have a great week. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. Everyone, listen in and uh, be safe. Bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 